Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 184 
of Getting It Out podcast. The song you just heard was from Lanthlos. The song's called Lake Fantasy, and it's off of their Wild Hunt record, which just came out July 30th. So please go check that out immediately. The really cool German alternative metal project. It's, it's, it's changed a lot over the years. If you've been familiar with any of the other records, it was it had a lot of black metal influence initially, and now it's like something totally different. I don't know, you get a little hum, you get a little deft tones. It's just it's it's different. And this new album, it's got a it's got a it's got a concept that I find pretty interesting, where it's uh, it's so bright and uh, poppy, for lack of a better word, that it's not. And uh, that's the intent of the record, as I read it anyway. Um, but go check it out for yourself, Lanthlos, and check out their back catalog. None of it's going to sound the same. But they're a very cool band that's just evolving in an interesting way. Um, if you're like me and like your music from several different genres, several different kinds of sounds, uh, this is a cool band for you to get into. Speaking of several different sounds, we're going a different direction this week. Last week was hardcore. The week before that was death metal. This time, we're just doing a little blues rock and roll. Or, I don't know, this album, what we're talking about, is a little more than that. But we're going to get all into that. This episode features an interview with Finn Grabke of The Picture Books. Finn is actually a return guest. I had him on last year. We talked a little bit about that. Uh, but at, at, on that episode, it was him and Philip, two guys from Picture Books. And also on the episode was an interview with Chris Boltendahl from Gravedigger. So it was a lot of shit in one episode. This time, it's just me and Finn having a pretty cool conversation about their new record, The Major Minor Collective. And we're going to get all into that. So let's do the short Hot Zone intro and then get into this episode. Chicken! Make family out of friends! Make friends out of enemies! Peace to my family! Make friends till they bury me! All the places we've been! We're never sitting it out! We be getting it in! Where you getting it out? I said all the places we've been! We're never sitting it out! We'll be getting it in! Where you getting it out? Would you say you have a schedule regarding clipping your toenails, or do you just do it as needed? Are you one of those weirdos who, like, peels them off? I don't know how anybody does that. Do you bite your fingernails? I don't need to know. I don't want to know any of these things. I'm just thinking about it lately. This week, I cut my toenails, um, and it was, I I, got to be honest, it was for my niece's birthday. That was uh, my big gift is I was going to cut my toenails to go to her swimming party because, you know, they weren't out of control, but they needed cut. And uh, I hate cutting my toenails. I find it difficult. I'm not as fat as that sounds, all right? But uh, it's cutting toenails. It's, that's, a, that's a thing, right? I need to sit out a few minutes of my day. I need to plan for that to a degree. And I don't know if you do. I used to have a policy where I would – well, not policy. It was a practice where I would cut my toenails – Every, every other time I cut my fingernails. That worked, but uh, I seem to cut my fingernails a lot. I don't bite them, though. That's savage behavior. Um, if you bite your fingernails, that's fine. We're different types of people. You know, there's Neanderthals or Neanderthals. I'm sorry, nobody actually says it like that. Let's, let's keep it Neanderthals. Um, and there's uh, Homo erectus, which uh, I don't know. I don't know if that makes you, means you're on Megan's Law website or what, but... But anyway, um, back to toenail clipping. I feel like I gotta clip my toenails if I'm gonna wear flip flops and be in a, a swimming situation. Not out, not at my home. In my home, um, you just gotta deal with me, right? Uh, I'm sorry, family. My toenail clipping is uh, <laughs> it's for big events, right? It's for big events. Thankfully, in the summer, there's a lot of big events, so I keep my toenails nice and trim, right? They, my toenails right now look like they're in the military. They're nice and they're nice and trim. They're not sharp either. That would be bad. I try not. I try to keep a nice rounded edge on my toenails. And I got big feet. When I was a kid, my mom used to call me uh, spatula feet because she'd say my toes were real long, and they kind of are. I gotta admit that. Um, I, but but yeah, I got. But I wear size 14. And if you wear like less than a size 12, I feel like you have uh, you have hooves for feet. They're not really feet. It's like you just got like a post. You you have a peg leg. Uh, it's the same thing. You got no no actual footprint. I hope you, hopefully you make up for it with a large carbon footprint. Not really though. I'm against pollution now that I'm supposed to be. And now that somebody said the other day that uh, enough ice melted in Iceland or Greenland or one of those places to uh, cover Florida in two inches of water. And uh, I know that's bad, but I'm okay with that. It's, I've never been to Florida. I don't know that I ever want to be. 
But uh, yeah, I do. I want to take my daughter to Disneyland. So after that, then we can cover Florida in two inches of water. I think it's already it already is, isn't it? Don't you have the Everglades? Isn't that like a couple more inches of water? I have no idea. No idea what I'm talking about on this episode. Thankfully, I've got an interview with a guy who does know what he's talking about. As I mentioned, Finn Grabke is the guest on this episode of Getting It Out Podcast. And we're talking about the picture books and their new album, The Major Minor Collective. This record features guest vocals for every track except for the last two. And uh, the ones that have been released so far have been pretty damn cool. And I'm going to play one of those for you. Now I'm going to play the first song off this album. It is a single. It's out there now. It's called Here's to Magic. And it features Dennis Lixon of Refused. And uh, if you like Refused, you like this song. If you like the picture books, you like this song. Kind of sounds like both of them in a weird way. They figured that out. Uh, You'll hear us talk about that too. Anyway, check it out. Here's to Magic. And then my interview with Finn. Here's the magic, here's the soul, here's the soul, here's the magic. 
like I said, we spoke we spoke uh, May of last year. We did an interview, and uh, I just listened to that the other day, and it's really funny how right. optimistic we we were, you, uh, you both of you and I, that we were <laughs> at the end of coronavirus. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we thought happen. we were coming out of it. <laughs> I love that. Oh gosh. Well, and only what is it now? Fourteen months later, we're—I don't—I don't know. We're being too optimistic again. Probably, yeah. Looks like it, doesn't it? It's, it's, yeah. it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, to be honest, though, to be honest, hands down, um, still optimistic. You know what I mean? Not not in in terms of thinking that the pandemic is over. Just in terms of. Um, Still here, still kicking, still having a good time, you know what I mean? Still enjoying it, and uh, we are enjoying the pandemic as well. You know, we are enjoying the not touring, concentrating on making music in other ways, uh, understanding that we as a band are more than just a touring band, if you know what I mean? A lot of bands out there right now, I think, had the had this moment or had to realize that at the end of the day, all there is for them is, is touring and is playing live. And, uh, we were, we were one of the bands that believed that as well about ourselves and about, you know, our future and, and, and stuff and had to realize, which is great, that we are a lot more. Our social media content, our um, visuals in general, you know, like videos and stuff, mm-hmm. um, our whole game, it's almost like the picture books created a lifestyle and some people seem to be into it and they are following us uh, uh, their own way and it's it's awesome, you know. We, we're really grateful about that and about that realization because um, it opened a lot of doors for us. Yeah, I would say that, I mean, from my perspective, it seemed this whole, the entire time that the picture books have been well-equipped for this situation. You guys have handled it, uh, from again, from my perspective, social media and all that better. Right. I, I, well, as good as you possibly could have. Um, I Myself, Thanks. In, in a personal sense, I've kind of felt the same way about this the pandemic for all the negative. For me, it's honestly been great, you know. Um, but, right. But uh, – but yeah, it's been interesting to watch how, like you said, some bands were able to thrive in this. You guys being a prime example, and uh, others not so much. Um, have you? Has there been? I mean, I, I know you guys have many different things that keep you. Um, but did you play any shows in this in this time period? Has there been any live performance? Not a single one, man. <laughs> not a single one. Which is which is if you. I mean, you were talking about this interview that we did. What was it? Twelve, like, like a year ago, May of two, 2020. May, right? So even more than that. Um, yeah. And it's that version of myself would have thought that that is crazy, that that is impossible. <laughs> like, sure. you know what I mean? And and right now it's it's it, it's a lot more impossible for me to think to be on a stage again. And um, <laughs> but I miss it. I miss it. You know, I want it. Um, it is frustrating if I think about it too much. Um, to think that it's, it's not just possible right now to go out and on tour and do that. Um, yeah, no, we haven't played a single show. We didn't do any, like what some bands did, the online stuff. We really didn't feel like doing that. You know what I mean? We were good having our, uh, we were good with the content that we created. We were good with, uh, 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 doing what we did. You know, we were just, you know, writing and recording and, and 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 really took took that time for ourselves you know this is the first time in years in years that i unpacked my back like my wife <laughs> kind of went you're going to unpack now like you're going to unpack that bag into this cupboard that we bought at ikea years ago it's time to do that now to use it and it was it was the weirdest thing man it was like therapy and so yeah no shows no nothing and still here still good you know and uh yeah which is kind of weird but kind of cool too to to understand that my life doesn't depend on it you know what i mean yeah 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 no that's got to be cool and it's very it's very insightful too the the when we when we spoke like i said last time 
I had asked you if if you thought that this that this uh, this time period where I guess this isolate isolated whatever we call it quarantine would uh, would would expedite the next record and I don't know if it did at all for you but here we are you know 14 months later talking about or about to talk about a new record in the major minor collective how much of this right. is a product of the pandemic or how much is or was it all stuff that was written before and finally all of it man all of it i mean 100% all of it is a product or a a result out of the pandemic it was i i believe art is this thing that um is perfect for a situation that we're in that we are right now it's it's this thing you know it's cre- we're talking about creativity we're talking about people feeling cold and in, in inventing ways to control fire you know that's creativity it's like oh man i'm 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 hurting so i'll better find a way to feel better so now we are in this situation and you know art is is like water you can throw rocks in it you can build stuff but it will find a way to go through it it will always do that and um so we as artists um art lovers um guys like you that 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 write articles do podcasts and stuff journalists labels publishers club owners we're all fans first that's the first thing that we all that that combines us all no matter if you pull a hundred thousand people you fill stadiums or you play freaking a bar in your hometown in front of 10 it doesn't matter you're fan first this is what gets us all together at the end of the day and um now art found a way to 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 express itself in in this in this weird time now and uh it's a little different you know it's it's definitely i don't know it's it's different is it cooler is it less cool that doesn't matter it's just it found a way to express it and people found ways and um what i gosh where did i wanted to go with this oh yeah and then the album (laughs) was just was just that you know uh we were all in in in, on this like same boat now and all of a sudden we could reach out to these friends of ours most of them on this album are friends of ours that we made on tour like like john harvey of monster truck you know we toured so much with these guys they're our best friends so this was like a no-brainer to ask John if he wants to join in on the fun. And um, so all this stuff just kind of came together very naturally, and everyone was super easy about the whole thing. It was just basically, you know, just just texting each other, like, you're down, you want to do something? And then you get, like, a voicemail back where, <laughs> like like John did that. He, he sends, like, this voicemail back where he had played the song in the background, and he just sings along to it. And, and I'm like, yeah hell yeah we'll do that perfect <laughs> do 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 just that or lizzie uh who was having a writer's block i'm lizzie hale i'm talking about who's having a writer's block herself and and we sent her the song and just that song opened up so many doors for her that she wrote the same night she wrote five new hailstorm songs so she's just like you know what like this was so inspiring because it was so free and and, and it, it it reminded me that that's what it's all about just just go out and do it and you know you get something we get so caught up in over ratings and and i guess this is what's 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 yeah this is what it's all teaching us right now stop overrating it and just go for it yeah well there's a couple things that i think are interesting about that one of the things that i've heard recently somebody said i don't or i read was uh that it seems like sometimes we forget um that music is is still entertainment like so, like, right. like a lot of times, it's everybody's so critical of whether it's good or not, whether it's you know whether it's uh, original. But 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 the main idea about it is really just to be you know entertaining for people who consume it, right. not the main you know. And uh, I think sometimes we're all a little too critical, and it's interesting how, uh, like you said, it's all it's not what it's supposed to be. Um, right. What, right. I, what, I, what I find really interesting about or ironic about this record, the major minor collective is that in this period where we're also um, isolated, like I said, uh, you guys <laughs> went the, the total opposite way and totally collaborated, you know, and brought more people in, you know, I guess not you know, <laughs> physically, but you, you expanded uh, what you were doing on this record. And like you said, it is very different uh, from your other stuff, different song to song too. And uh, I've, right. uh, but, but I think that's what makes it so, so unique. Um, or so cool. Sorry. Um, and 
I, what I was curious is that you, on Hands of Time, you had the track with uh, with Chrissy from The Pretenders. Uh, you can't let go, right? Yeah. Was that was that any right. kind of inspiration to collaborate with more artists? Is that kind of where the idea came from to do this, or just a good experience and let's build on it? I think the Chrissy situation was so special because she is. I mean, she even thinks about how special she is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she is, you know, she's just this. I don't know, man. She's just as awesome in her own ways. Um, I don't know. It probably made us a lot more skeptical about this whole thing because it all went down so easy with her. You know, it was just the easiest thing in the world to work with her because she's just amazing. And the way she did all those things and just, you know, went to the studio and made, made all of this happen, just first takes only and just, you know, all that stuff and shooting the video, you know, um, riding our bikes through London with her, having vegan food at like awesome places in Camden and showed us around. All that stuff was just so positive that it kind of, it was kind of this thing that we were kind of scared to, to fuck that up now, you know? Yeah. Like, Oh no, let's, 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 let's hope it will stay this awesome with these other big names that we're looking at here right now. Cause we've written down this like a list of people that we want to work with, uh, which by the way have, are all, all the names that were on this list are on this album on the A list. That's awesome. And, and 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 so we're like, man, what what if what if Lizzie sucks? <laughs> what if she's a bitch? You know, like I don't. I, often you don't want to meet your idols. You know, you right, don't want to yeah. do that. And then, what if she's just a fucking bitch and it's gonna <laughs> suck? And um, so <laughs> we were kind of scared of that, but it turns out she's not. She's the coolest girl ever and working with her was all pleasure all fun and uh she she said something real cool the other day she's like no doubt no doubt it feels like we were in a room together jammed out written this song recorded it had a cool night out recorded a video as well like she had in her mind there's no doubt we did that and, and and we're like same thing here same thing it feels like we did but the thing is the first time I actually met her and talked to her was like a week after the release when we did an Instagram live. Yeah. Before that, it was emails only. Right. So this is the first time we're like talking to each other for real. And and this is I mean, this is the one thing where you're like, dude, we are we are making magic here. This is the, we are creating shit that's not even out there and it, we deliver the goods so good that it's even real to us as the David Copperfields here. Yeah. Well, you've done, you even did a good job with that, uh, with the video of making it look like you guys were in the same place. Yeah. Um, no, dude, she's yeah. like in Nashville. <laughs> she recorded all that in Nashville. We're like in Gutterslow, Germany. And, yeah. and you know, it's, it's, that's so weird, but it is possible. You know, it's just, you need to know how to do that. And you need to know, I guess here's the thing, man. I, a lot of it has to do with the way Philip and I approach our work, but also our lives in general. We mm-hmm. know exactly what we don't want. And and that is something I can highly recommend anybody out there to do the same thing. Understand what you don't want. Don't always aim at the things that you want and, and, and believe that's the only way to go. Like, you know, this is the way where I'm going. Don't give a fuck about anything else. This is where I'm going. That's it. Because what happens is you're not open for new opportunities on the way. You're not open for the new routes that might be awesome as well or even better. You know, you're just so caught up in this like one thing. But Philip and I, we always knew what we don't want. So we're like, we don't want this, but let's see what, what opens up if we take a step into this direction now. And let's see what path will open up in front of us. And I guess with a project like this, we were so open for that. You know, we were so open to see where where does a guy like Neil Felon go with this song or with that song. And, and you know, like all this stuff just started opening up while we were doing that. This album didn't. We, we, we weren't sitting down thinking, let's do an album where we have a different singer on every song. That never happened. It just happened while we're doing it. Well, that's I was definitely going to ask that because some of these, some of it, some of these songs feel so perfect for the singers that are on them that it almost feels like it was you know that was 
they were written with that intention to <laughs> this this song is good. Let's start with start with if someone were to put this album on without hearing any of the singles that are out. I know several of them are out there, um, but if they put it on, like if I put on um, the Major Minor Collective and Here's to Magic starts, the first thing I'm right. going to say is, "Holy shit, is that a symbol or a hi hat, whatever that is?" You know, because yeah. I I know that's not that's not typically in there with a picture books record, but then that that song with Dennis from Refuses. It sounds like it could be a refused song, you know, but it also has right. this like this picture book sound that that I know that I recognize throughout the record. And even when you guys are clearly experimenting with a different sound, it still sounds like you guys. And I think it's I think it's really interesting that way, the way you're able to pull that off. Yeah, man, I'm really glad that you feel this way because it, it was definitely something that we were scared of. Because as soon as we, because um, you know, here's the thing: we're in the studio thinking, let's record an album. A picture books album let's not talk about it let's not think about it let's just like like i said we know what we don't want let's see where this is going and um all of a sudden we had so many songs and a lot of the songs it felt like we're not cutting it you know what i mean like i my vocals just didn't sound good on it or we didn't know where else to go with it so we made this like secret homepage where we put up a bunch of songs it was like 19 songs at some point i think mm-hmm. and reached out and and that's that's what happened, right? Like we were just reaching out to those people. Like, here's the homepage. Pick a song. Pick whatever you want. Oh, okay. And so so you know what I mean? Like that that's what these people picked. This is what what Dennis picked. He's like, I want this. In my head, it was perfect because I wanted him to sing on that. You know what I mean? I yeah. wanted to hear him do that track because it's like so. It was it was inspired by like kraut rock bands and and the beat in the background is inspired by like um, these, these like um, uh, New Orleans uh, 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 how do you call that um, like they have these um, funerals where they like walk through the streets and they like play, all play music together and like real loud and like celebrating live almost and yeah and yeah. and it was it was inspired by that but that that beat and. Um, so what happened was all of a sudden we were so open to try out new stuff. Philip was trying out cymbals all of a sudden. And I'm going, you know what? Like now that I'm not singing on this track, I can be a guitarist a lot more. Because I always have to choose guitar or vocals. What am I, you know, I, I can't do both 100%. So yeah. now I'm like 100% guitarist and doing that. And, and so, yeah, stuff changed. And without any intention, we just kind of, wrote this trojan horse into our own house <laughs> and there it is and, and we're like oh shit we just kind of opened up everything and and from now on the picture books because because it we've proven that it doesn't matter what we do even if we do stuff like symbols or change stuff and have a different singer on people will still be like hey man i i hear the picture books in it and 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 this was so relieving to us because over the years you create this filter that you believe everything has to go through to sound like you, and then you realize, man, we didn't even use one percent of this filter, and it's still us. It's all obviously in the fingers or sub or something. So, yeah, that was that was cool. Yeah, and and uh, I, again, I can echo that. This the you guys certainly have your own sound, um, and it's just it's your own touch to the music. And like I said, you can hear it in all these tracks, even when you're not you're not playing like you would normally play. Um, right. the, was it was it difficult for you to not be a singer as much on the record to take that step back in the vocal department? Gosh, dude, I loved it. I just loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just enjoyed every minute of it. It's it was it was so relieving. To be honest, I miss it now. Mm. I really want to do it. And there is a duet coming out that I'm doing with um, Aileen Larson of Blues Pills of the Blues Pills. And so yeah. we did that song together with her. But that just kind of happened while we were there because she was one of she and Dennis were the only people that we recorded in a room together. Like we we uh, we drove up to Sweden, which is not too far away from our place, and uh, we just kind of stayed at her place and with the family and everything and uh recorded there and and so we both kind of went why don't we sing this song together and we both loved the ideas and it feels good because it makes a song very special i guess on the album um yeah no i kind of liked i i really liked uh being just a guitarist here and um to be honest the other thing that happened was we realized and uh understood our um our producer in us you know what i mean we all of a sudden saw oh dude like 
we are producers. We can work with a guy like Dennis, who's our hero, who's like the guy that we looked up to our entire lives. And, and, and now I'm like in a room with him and I have to tell him I didn't like that last take. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, cause, cause I love the take, to be honest. Cause like for me in my head, this guy can't do wrong. He can't be wrong. It's Dennis. If he, yeah. interp- like this take now, that was his interpretation of, of, of the song. And, I, I'm not going to tell him that I didn't like it. But then I'm like, dude, like, did you like it, though? In my head, I was going like this. I had this, like, chaos. Like, no, I had to be honest. I'm like, yeah, no, like, this was 80%. I know what he can do. And this was just 80%. So I, I, I now have to tell Dennis Luxon that <laughs> I feel like he could do better. And, and and he was so cool about it. He's like, all right, yeah, no, you know what? I wasn't really do- pushing it. I thought you might like it that way. I'm like, yeah, no, do do a little more like that. And and then he did it perfectly the way I want it. And I'm like, fuck, I am a producer. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And it's it's great to hear that, you know, that he has the respect for you, too, to take your opinion seriously. You know, that's yeah. the... Because this is the guy, I mean, like, I, I don't know what your relationship is with The Refuse, but, um, like, for, I mean, to me, The Shape of Punk to Come is one of the best records in my personal Hands my down. Past. Hands down. Love it. Sure. Right? Even, like, yeah. you know, some of the earlier stuff, Songs of Fan to Flame and Discontent. Like, the, the, that that Dude, old hardcore yeah. stuff is so good. And, uh, and yeah. so like seeing that you had him on here made it, made it real – was really exciting to me. It's just th- – th- this whole list, really. Not, all right, this whole list – was cool for me to see because there's there's names on there that are bigger that I kind of you know would would expect like Neil, I, I love Clutch but to see like Neil um, Chris from Blackstone Cherry Lizzie um, right. those ones right but then there was the like the second that other tier where you had uh, the Well and um, Leah right. from Slothros like the, those names right. and those bands that and are or like you said um, Blues Pills that I, at least over here I don't hear a lot about. And to see you guys showcasing right. them on here was, was especially cool. And uh, yeah, and so and there's some of my favorite tracks here. You mentioned that that the uh, track you did with, or the, I'm sorry, it's called "Too Soft to Live, Too Hard to Die," where you where you sang right. on that as well. And that one to me is like the heaviest thing I've ever heard you guys do. And even <laughs> has like "Rage Against the Machine" vibe going on. What, like, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, has, it has a rage-ish feel to it. Yeah, <laughs> were you? Is that where you wanted to go? Because especially for blues pills, this is heavy for blues pills too. I remember when I first heard their Devilman EP and was you know pretty amazed by it. And this doesn't this song doesn't sound like the Picture Books or Blues Pills, but somehow is I recognize both <laughs> bands in it. What, what did you do? Well, that's uh, that's a good question, man. Uh, like I, again, here's this this just like this this feeling that you have, and you just go for it, and and it's what came out right. Um, I, I don't know. I can't. I, I can't imagine Philip and I going. Hey, let's do a Rage Against the Machine song. It's not our. Style. I can't imagine like, it we either. Never, you know? <laughs> we would never. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it just kind of happened, and uh, the song was there, and and we finished it because you know at some point a song takes over. It's like it's out of your control. You had this idea. There's like this magic moment, and it's usually very fast and quick where like stuff happens. And usually that's the base line of what the song is going to be. And the rest is then just, you know, put some salt in it and pepper. And then, I mean, you can always fuck that up, too. You know, you can always yeah, go yeah. too much on stuff or too little. And, and but, but, you know, the base was happened real fast. And that's what the song is there with her or without her and, and, and everything. And um, that was the one song where we really uh, wanted Alien to do that because we love Blues Pills, played with them before. And um, in my mind, I wanted, I wanted some, someone like her, some voice like her on that. And uh, I, I, I told her, pick whatever you want, but I, if you ask me, I believe that song would be awesome. And I, in my mind, I didn't even want her to sing it with her. We just, we developed that idea later uh, while we were in Sweden. And um, yeah, and then it just kind of happened. It, it's the stuff that just happened. It happens. All the stuff that you hear about Dave Grohl burning down the tapes and re-recording the whole album the other day and and all those rock and roll lives of i don't know guns and roses driving down some street and then all of a sudden he had this idea of paradise city and these are all awesome stories but at the end of the day it's 
you you have to go up you know you have to go to the studio you have to pick up an instrument and you gotta do it you gotta tell yourself i'm gonna write a song now and then it happens or it doesn't but very little i've never really had a moment where a song out of nowhere comes up and 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 there it is you know it's yeah. it's it, how how could it you know it's it's always it's 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 a craft that you need to work hard for and there's tools for it and 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 philip and i for instance we had something going on in our hearts and we found tools which are instruments to express what was going on in there both of us never learned to play the instrument i never played a guitar before never learned how to play a chord i was just going for it and it could have been a camera it could have been i don't know a, a sharpie i don't care but but this is what we went for because we also loved the part where we wanted to, we wanted to go traveling we wanted to we wanted to go you know we we loved shows we loved live music and stuff so it was like the perfect thing that we went for so this is what i mean like this is how a song like too soft to live and too hard to die comes comes along it's 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 part of a process that we went for and this is what came out it wasn't something that just happened magically out of nowhere well that's i, I love the honesty there and i love the way i love it goes along with your the picture book's whole uh, approach to everything and there, there's a there seems to be a real honest approach with you guys and like and you you show the amount of work that you're putting into this and i, I think a lot of people like to uh glamorize a little bit and like you said act like uh they were cruising down the street and the whole song popped in their head <laughs> right where, <laughs> right it's, it's pretty unlikely uh but uh but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know i, I just you, you guys have a very blue collar feel and uh and it shows in in your attitudes and the music and i think that i think that's totally compliment um the, awesome. the, I'm glad you see it that way. I'm glad you feel <laughs> a, a positive. Uh, 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 you have a positive uh, opinion about that. Of course, yeah, yeah. Well, the, speaking of positive opinions, I I know that the comments section is a dangerous place on any on any website on earth, right? Especially on uh, YouTube, you can say yeah, that. <laughs> that's true. But that's where I'm going. I was scrolling through some of the YouTube. Um, comments because you did quite we, we should, oh, yeah. i guess we should mention you did quite a few videos um and right. i was really surprised not that there was so many positive comments but it was really surprised i guess i shouldn't have been at the amount of comments of people saying like for or karina karina were saying like wow i never heard of this band before but you know they were they were a fan of clutch and neil neil so now they see the picture books and they're saying how how awesome you guys are and they're glad they found you through this i saw it for the yeah. lizzie song i saw it for a few songs and quite a few comments right. of people discovering basically it's interesting they're discovering you by listening to your songs but it's because right. you have these guests in did you anticipate this kind of way to reach new people or is this just a really cool um byproduct of this collaboration i guess it's a bit of both but, but hands down obviously we were hoping for that you know you yeah. you don't release a song with lizzie hale and then you're like i don't even care if people of hailstorm <laughs> or if fans of hailstorm are going to be into it no right. you want them to like that as well you don't want to be the band that does a song with lizzie hale that the hailstorm people hate you don't want sure. to be that yeah. band yeah. you know <laughs> But yeah. that that doesn't mean that we're in the studio thinking what would a hailstorm fan would like, you know? Right, we're in the yeah. studio thinking what would Lizzie like? What would what do we want to do with an artist like Lizzie Hale, who we are big fans of uh, ourselves as well, you know? And 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 so I guess that the situation is so positive in its root already that whatever comes out of it, whatever tree will come out of that seed will be in some way or some somehow stay a positive thing because the root is so full of love and and and, and I, I i don't i don't see where um this can go any wrong if it does it's people you know it's haters you know you always have those guys you always have the ha ha uh I, we i wrote i read uh one comment i never do read them but i i, I some guy <laughs> pointed out this one comment where it went um uh, never heard of uh, some, something like uh, never heard of the, this band, but but the the, the singer is awesome. Blah blah blah. Who gives a fuck about the the, the other two or whatever? Something like that. And right. uh, you know what? I, I, I couldn't care less. 
you know? And that's, that's the other thing that the pandemic has taught us all is, who cares? People just suck and some, <laughs> just let them suck. If people want to <laughs> suck, let them suck. You know, I, I, I'm not always my best. I've probably right. commented on something in a way that now I regret that I've even commented on it. So why, why even go there? If he, this person felt like doing a comment like that, all right, man. It's good that you've done this with me. Maybe some somebody else out there will go so mad and kill off a bunch of people in the other day because <laughs> it was, you know. Right. It's good that you've done you 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 you, you release some pressure on me because I can. T- yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear. Well, this the interesting thing that I, that I realized a while ago. Um, and I hope that I've been able to implement it in my own life. Is, but, but I've noticed with other people is that like now we all have the ability to give everyone our opinion on everything. But that doesn't mean we have to. And like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and you know, I, I catch myself sometimes like, I don't need to say anything about this. They can be wrong. Who gives a shit? Um, yeah. And but but to, but but I always find I find it odd to to leave the negative comments on someone else's work. It's just bizarre. But uh, you know, some people live for it. So, <laughs> yeah, it is. I and mean, how? How? If the other thing that uh, uh, me and my family we talked about that actually the other day, and and, and typically for like grandmas, they she went. My grandma went like, how you know how sad and poor must a life of someone be if if that's an option, if that's satisfying. Because it's obvious it has to do something. It's got to be in some way satisfying for these people to do these kind of comments. Because why would they do that? They don't do that right, to, right. for any other reason, you know. Uh, and 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 that got me thinking. That got me thinking. Where I'm like, fuck, man. Like when I read comments like that now, I, it's almost like I feel sorry for them. Because I'm like, man, it's it's got to be tough for this person. It's got to be. It's it's got to be a fucking hard life if if this person feels like giving a bad comment on on music that doesn't talk about politics on music you know what I mean we're not this is not yeah. something yeah. like a song that you just mentioned it's it's not like you have to do that it's a different thing if you're like I don't know if you're like politically in some way and and you want to I don't know you don't you really want right. to express it's, your opinion. It's not like it's, you're it's spreading misinformation thing. or something. It's not like you're you're making right, statements. Right. It's not like we're worshiping Satan here and and people go <laughs> berserk and be like, why are you worshiping Satan? It's just <laughs> dude, we're, we're it's just Neil Felon talking about being heartbroken because a girl left him and we both shot a video. He did that in Washington and we did our part in in in, in Goodislow and the girl in the video did her part in. in freaking la it's like calm the fuck down it's like it's all good it's just a heartbroken it's just three heartbroken bearded man all good <laughs> well speaking of like ly- lyrical content w- was that all up to up to your your singers or did you provide any of that was this just no 100 percent the singers 100 percent okay. funny thing though uh the karina karina one with yeah. Neil Fallon, I I had a ver- there's a version out there of me doing a whole vocal take, and it was supposed to be a picture book song, but we didn't feel like I didn't feel like it's it's good enough uh, vocally, and and so that's why it went onto the homepage for people to pick, and Neil picked that one, and I was really really excited to see where he's going with it because I didn't like where I was going with it, and I couldn't see a future for that song. And he just made it so cool and so special. But we were singing about the same thing. My song was called Will You Remember Me? And he has the song Karina Karina. And he talks. We have the same topic, which is so mind-blowing. Yeah, that's that's very cool. And, it, uh, of course, obviously, it came out. It came out great. And uh, I've... I've only seen, well, I've mostly seen glowing reviews so far of everything that's that's come out. What is it? You guys have released like what is it? Five tracks now? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Did we? It's yeah, like half the record, a right? Lot. It's, <laughs> it's it, yeah, it's it, it's a lot, and and uh, we definitely um, underrated how much work releasing these singles is. It, it, we really did. It is a lot of work. It is a lot of press work, too. And I love doing that. I love doing stuff like I'm doing right now. I love shooting the videos and everything. But um, it was 
it was one of the busiest times we've ever had as a band, and we didn't even play a single show. And <laughs> it's good, you know? We kept ourselves yeah. busy, but we definitely underrated it. Right. Well, with uh, is, is there – the record doesn't officially release until, I think, September 3rd. Are, are you right. rolling out more singles ahead of that, or, is, or are you staying with what you there have There so is far? definitely – yeah, there's definitely the the song with Alien of Blue Spills coming out. We did a video with that with her. Yeah, that's the last one. Yeah, that's the one that's coming out, and then we got the album coming out. That's awesome. Well, I know you have a tour schedule with Warish, but that's not until right. 2022. Yeah. Um, right. I guess you got to be optimistic that it's going to happen, right? That's just European, right? <laughs> I guess I guess that's all I got right now, you know. It's it's but, but I'm not counting on anything anymore. And, right. and and as you shouldn't, you know, as you shouldn't like I said, if you, if your mindset is I know what I don't want, I'm open for whatever and and you understand and accept that living in the now is all you've got, you know, it's all you've got. It's right here right now. Right now I am creating my tomorrow's past. You know what I mean? And, and, and this is all I got right now, right here. And, and with that in my mind and with craving that into every inch of my body and in my mind right now, because I have the time to do that now, I am totally okay with whatever. You know what I mean? I am totally okay with that. We are right now, my, my whole family is sitting outside in the garden. We all live together in this beautiful place here. We have a huge garden. We're going to have dinner. My, my wife prepared like this awesome food. Um, we rode bicycles today, Philip, my dad and I. Uh, and in between, we're writing and recording songs. You know what I mean? We're, we're good. Yeah, we're it good. sounds like there's, you're living the life, really. Yeah, there, no, there's people suffering out there. And they're having bad shit fucking problems. And I feel so bad for that. But... I'm good. I'm I'm all good. I don't have to be in a stinking tour van, uh, 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 having bad sleep and shitty hotel rooms and and, and being in, in stinky backstage rooms waiting for my one hour showtime. Yeah. I can't wait to do that. You know, I can't wait to do that. I romant romanticize with doing that, and and when I'm doing it, I am full on loving it. But right now, I'm really enjoying that. And it's it's not just charging the batteries. It's fulfilling something that I haven't had in years. Yeah, that's 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 great. I'm, I'm really happy for you and, and everybody that you're with because it really does sound and seem like uh, like you're enjoying life. And this this uh, this whole record is a great representation of, of what you've been able to do this time. And the the oh, what was I going to ask you? There is a. Um, Oh, okay. So when it comes to playing live, though, when you're able to tour, if you get to do the tour of the Warish, what happens with this record? Is this stuff that you're going to attempt to do live? Because, or is this all oh, just yeah, going to be record only? No, no, no. We're definitely playing songs from it. I mean, till then we will have so many songs we can't play all the songs of all of our <laughs> albums. But we're definitely right. going to have some highlights. We're going to definitely going to fly in for for some shows. Fly in some of the artists to play with us. We'll yeah. definitely do that. We'll obviously every once in a while play a festival here and there together and hopefully make that happen too, to, to either have the artists come to our stage or, you know, even let's, <laughs> let's face it, if we're on stage at 2 o'clock that day and Clutch is headlining, it'd be kind of awesome to do the headlining slot. <laughs> so maybe they'll, we'll just join Let them on jump stage on. Yeah. to just have the, <laughs> yeah, to have the bigger crowd. But uh, that is all, again... That is all something that just it just either happens or it doesn't. We'll just we'll just see. We'll just go with it. It's really another thing. Another thing I learned is my happiness doesn't depend on um, doesn't depend on thinking I am working on where I am going to be happy. Being where I have to be, being where I need to be right now is what really makes me happy. I had a situation a couple weeks ago where my grandpa died. And the mm -hmm. last funerals in my family, I was in freaking, I don't know, somewhere out in Topanga doing a show in front of 170 people. But but now I had the chance to to be here. I was here with my family, and, and we all cried our eyes out. Yes, was it painful holding his hand with everyone in the room surrounding him and, and see him die? Yes, it was one of the most painful things I've ever had experienced in my life. 
but it made me so happy to be there and 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 I had to understand oh my god happiness doesn't mean being on, like like smiling all day and laughing out loud and being twenty four seven you know that's just crazy if if it would have been like that happiness means I am where I want to and have to be and where I am needed and and it it is that that was one of the craziest things ever and that's the same thing with that what you just talked about will we will we play these songs with those people. Yes, if it's right, if it feels good, if they feel like doing it, of course. If we're playing a show with Lizzie and, and Hailstorm somewhere, it'd be awesome if she does it. But if she's hoarse and she her voice is doomed that day and she can't do it, I'm told, dude, I don't want to, I don't want her to sacrifice her own tour. It's all good, you know. Sure. Yeah. We're not going to force anything. It will just happen. Well, Finn, it sounds like everything's happening uh, pretty, uh, pretty organically and great for you guys so far. And I'm, I'm, I'm really appreciative that you took the time to have this talk, and I uh, love your insight and of your course, excitement man. about everything. Um, this record, as we said, the Major Minor Collective comes out September third. Century Media Records tour planned for right. 2022 with Warish. Anything else to go over before we cut this one off? Um, man, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if anybody is still here and still listening. <laughs> thanks for doing that thanks for showing the interest this is amazing uh it really does mean a lot you don't even know how much it does mean to me and to us as the picture books and um yeah just you know show up for yourself everyone out there show up for yourself every day no matter what and make it happen all right thanks a lot finn i appreciate it hey yeah man thank you and yeah have a
So there you have it. That's my conversation with Finn. I want to thank him again for taking the time to do that. Aside from all the music talk, I really enjoyed the conversation with Finn and the certain perspectives he brought for for life, you know. And the song that you just heard that was Karina Karina featuring Neil Fallon of Clutch. Of course, that song is on the Major Minor Collective record that you can find September 3rd from Century Media Records. Of course, it'll be available everywhere streaming, but there are many physical uh, variations you can buy there's lps there's cds there's probably box sets i don't know i'm not looking into a century media does does it big though usually and uh, rightfully so for this record but that's going to be it for this one aside from a little more, a little more right now i want to encourage you to go to at getting underscore it underscore out underscore podcast and follow that um, I want to tell you to go to facebook.com slash getting it out podcast. Follow that too. I don't I don't know why I need you to follow these things. It's just I feel like I'm supposed to tell you to do it. Gettingitout.net is still being worked on. Two-year project still happening. Keep your eyes out for that. It'll happen one day. I promise. But before we end this one, I want to play you a song from a local grumpy pop punk band, Ford the River. They are from uh, Lancaster and York, Pennsylvania. Both two places that I have lived and currently live and work. I live and work in the other. How about that? So uh, so I'm happy to play their song on the podcast. They are another example of a band who just simply sent their music to Dan at gettingitout.net. So I'm going to play the song Adult Thoughts from their album Adult Thoughts, uh, which is available now everywhere. They released it earlier this year. Check it out if you like it. Go find them elsewhere. They are on all streaming services and all social media. So look for Ford the River if you enjoy this song. There, of course, will be a link in the show notes below. Thanks for checking it out. Bye-bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.